comfy now. You got your you got your ducks in a row. I do, I do. Ducks do walk in a row. You notice that? They do. They're like a perfect row. Have you ever seen they really have their ducks like, in a row. Like, have you ever seen that video where the uh, mama ducks walking and all the little baby ducks just kind of fall out in the drain behind her because yeah. they're following her? She can get over the drain because she's big, you know. Little baby ducks just fall down in the sewer. Um, well, where I drive to work, there's a stretch that you drive right next to the waterway. So you see a lot oh, of yeah, yeah, wildlife. Yeah. And one day, traffic on both coming both ways was stopped. Because of ducks. They were waiting on a family of ducks to walk across the road <laughs> to get to the water. It was kind of cute. I was like, oh, look at the little babies. Little baby duckies. So, like, we're, we're kind of lost on what to talk about because, you know, with the virus, we haven't really... Nobody's done anything. Well, I want to pose a question to you because uh, I, I was at Robbie Ross's house last night uh, recording tracks for the new Kill J album. Yeah. Did some vocals. Uh, we made some good progress. And me and him were just sitting around, you know, right when I got there, he had grilled and stuff, so we were, like, just bullshitting. I was eating, and and I posed a question to him I want to pose to you. And I, I heard something today that actually makes me feel better about this. But I was asking him, like, once this is all over with, and they just say, all right, everything's fine now. The if, As far as what, like, we do is in the entertainment business, like, playing music, playing shows, playing gigs going to clubs, bars, venues, you know, that's all just obsolete right now. When it turns back on and everything's a go, do you think it's going to be A, uh, a slap back of people that are repressed and just ready to just chomp into the bits to get out of it? And there's this huge surgeons, or B, which would be the worst, will this be kind of a new status quo when people just got used to it and yeah, it takes a hit? Yeah, and they're sitting at home now. I don't know. Saying, well, I kind of like sitting at home. But what I heard today... I think today, you get a chance of both of it happening. It could go either way. But, I yeah, I mean, I mean, you get a chance of everybody, like, some people maybe just be relaxing. And they're like, hey, I kind of like re- this relaxing life. Or even if they don't like it, or, you, you, you kind of get used to a certain thing, mm-hmm. and it becomes your routine. Yeah. And is Whether it going to become... Even if you don't like I mean, think about people that have a routine they don't like, but they do it every day. Yeah. Like and they it hate might their just become their routine to, to, like, okay, let's just sit at home. Let's order food and bring it back home rather than going to a restaurant and sitting down. Or let's uh, let's watch Netflix rather than going out to a bar. Yeah, they just get it. They just get used to yeah to I just being that. quarantined. That. that becomes the new status quo for them. I hope that's not the case. I hope it's option A. I hope that the floodgates just burst open, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, I'll never take this for I granted again." I got a feeling at the beginning it may be. There may be a lot of people that's just so because like me, I've been stir crazy. I mean, there's days I've just been like, God, I want to go somewhere. But, you know, the mall opened. I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I heard the mall opened back up yesterday in Tupelo. I don't know. I, I, heard. I heard it had, because somebody had said that there was a whole bunch of cars me. out there. That was surprise me because stores still say 10 people or less on the windows. And it may still at the mall. Well, you know, for each store. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, yeah. But you've got that huge common area. But in the you middle. think about that. But let's think about it compared, like with Walmart. Like I went to Walmart today, first time I've been in there's a while. There's more than ten people in there at the time. And there's like, I mean, it's it's just like Walmart, everyday Walmart. I mean, and they got the little stripes it's, telling you where to walk. It's more and like shit, Apocalypse but, Walmart. 
but I mean, it's still, I mean, like, well, everybody, like, it is kind of weird to walk around and Do see you get everybody a weird vibe in there? I've been masks. there as, as few times as possible. Yeah, I haven't. This is the second time I've been there since the whole thing started. This is only the that's second about how time many, I've been to That's Walmart. about how many times I've been. And that was out of And I was actually sitting necessity. here debating, and that, if there wouldn't have been stuff that I absolutely had to have, like, I wouldn't have gone to Walmart. I was sitting there debating on whether to go to Dollar General. I've gone to smaller stores like Dollar General. Yeah. Because there's, but like, it, it, like this I Dollar abs- General of the road, there's usually hardly ever anybody in there. Yeah. And, but there was some stuff that I absolutely had to have today. We're playing D&D at Walmart. your house tomorrow. Do you have toilet paper? We are, and I do. <laughs> I, I checked last night to make sure. You know, I buy the nice, fancy, big rolls, like you the do. 48 pack rolls and stuff. And I went today. I was going to get some just, you know, just to have some extra. But, like, they didn't have the kind I, I use. And I'm picky about toilet paper, man. So, but I checked my cabinet, and I had a, I've had got a brand-new roll I just put out, and I think I've got two more in the cabinet. So I'm good for another two weeks at least. But going back to my original question, what I heard today on a podcast that I was listen to, listening to, and I didn't fact-check this, but, I mean, I have no reason to – it sounds, it sounds it about was. right. But they said that the Renaissance era happened right after the Black Plague. Like everybody's sitting at home, um, thinking up stuff to. Invent. And that was a huge time in, you know, all creativity, music, uh, uh, literature, uh, well, theater. I mean, let's think uh, about it. Uh, art. Let's like think. the Renaissance era was like when all the big, art artsy stuff happened. Well, let's think about it that way. All right. Say you decide. Say forever. You've been thinking. Oh man, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to write a book. You know, whatever kind of book it is. Like, but, but your whole life you've been talking about writing a book. Well, if you work 55 hours a week and you've got children and you, you know, you've got this going on and that going on, you're married and all that, and you don't have time, like, okay. So all of a sudden you're off of work for a month. You know, you've got absolutely nothing going on. You can't go anywhere for entertainment. So what is to say keep you from sitting down on your laptop and writing that book that you've been thinking about writing for years or yeah that checks or music out. I, I just mean Googled a song it. or whatever I just googled it uh, Black Death occurred from thirteen well that's the the, the full scope of it was thirteen forty two to thirteen fifty three the Renaissance era was thirteen hundred to sixteen hundred so yeah that's about right then. I mean, it started, like, right after... The Renaissance art period. I mean, that was a huge time in just creative... But, you know, you you want to know how many people I've talked to online that, like, I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, I'm painting. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, they're sitting at home painting. Well, you're thinking about all these people that are sitting at home playing uh, their guitar and singing and just uploading it to Facebook, like a Facebook Live. Yeah. You know, that that might get people that that have gotten out of the music scene back in. Back into it. And that's kind of where I've been. I mean, you know, we were talking about playing music, and now it's like I really want to play music again. Especially after, like, me, actually, me and Mark jammed here the other night. First time I had picked up a bass guitar and probably. God, seven, eight years or more. First time I'd even picked up a bass guitar. We jammed the other night, and I was like, "All it takes is that little, that one little." It takes a spark to start to a fire, that, man, yeah. and, and you're a fire ready can again, dude, a fire so. can spread. Man, I just I just had this pull up pulled up, and like the the we think this is bad. Like not trying to downplay yeah. this that we're going through is is a terrible thing, and it's affected a lot of people, and it's really bad. 
but the the Black Plague killed one third of the Earth. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, population was way less than it is now. But That's still. from 75 to 200 million in Europe and North Africa. That's yeah. just on one continent. Yeah. That's just on one continent. One in three people died. Yeah. Like, if there was three people here, Maybe one, one of us would be dead. Yeah. At least one of us. <laughs> yeah. At least. Exactly. That's and this, I don't see it as being, you know, we're not in a plague. I get that. It's a pandemic, a, definitely. It's a pandemic, but we're not in a plague. And, uh, you know, I don't want to downplay it because it is, it's really scary. The sc- to me, the scariest thing about it is how it affects different people. Because they say, well, you're really in danger if you're old. And statistically, that's true. But there's old people that get it that don't even have... Like, yeah. I know of a guy. One of my dad, mom and dad's friends is an older guy. He got mm-hmm. it, and he was like, eh. It didn't, didn't really... It. But yeah. there's young people that get it, and it just takes them down. It kills them. Yeah. And you don't know if you get it. You don't know what level it's going to yeah. be. Yeah. It's likely that well, if you're, you it's likely that if you're old or a smoker or in bad shape, it's going to be worse. Get, but not too, necessarily. I don't want to get into too much politics or uh, conspiracy theories or anything. But have you have you seen where the uh, doctor came out from California, the med, the med clinic doctor, and he says. Uh, that the flu this year is going to take out so many people because people are killing their own immunities by wearing these masks and not going out and staying so clean that they're killing their own immunities. So the flu is going to be like really bad come October well, or November. I, I didn't, I hadn't heard that, but I mean, there's definitely going to be some blowback because it's like if you take, if you get a really bad infection, right, and you get put hospitalized and put on like uh, intravenous antibiotics, so like strong yeah, antibiotics, yeah. it is going to help you but it's also going to hurt you in the long run you have good bacteria in your body that needs to thrive and if you're constantly putting hand sanitizer on your hands yes you're killing a potential bad thing but there's killing your immunity there's there's stuff you need to be there to to, for your body to it's not stopping me from doing it you know i'm I'm using more hand sanitizer and stuff now me too me too which i i always i always keep hand sanitizer in my vehicle i I didn't use it like i do now now if i go inside a store somewhere or get drive through or anything that somebody else has touched. The first oh, thing yeah. I do, oh, yeah. I got a bottle like of Purell. Buggies, yeah, I did I that go, myself. I squirt it on my hands and I rub it in my hands every time. Uh, I, I well, haven't worn a mask season, in I've public, always... probably just because I don't have a bunch available. But I, the one of the times I went to Walmart, I, I did wear gloves. I don't know if that helped or. Well, you know, me I mean, working I'm, in didn't uh, hurt. merchandising, like I'm in retail. You know, so I was even every year during the flu season, I'm around, you know, a thousand different people a day or, you know, possibly pass by a thousand different people a day. You know, well, the thing about that is is I've got four kids. They're all in school. So during flu season, we do at my house. I mean, not even before this, but at my house, we do. uh, I keep a big, huge bottle of of Germex right by my front door in my kitchen. Yeah. And when my kids walk by, it's like, get you a squirt of that Germex, you know. When right. we, and I got Lysol. I got a big thing of Lysol that I spray, you know. That's something that's hard to get right and, now. Yeah. The toilet I, paper dude, thing isn't bad right now, but the Lysol thing is. But you, well, one thing I did today is like I walked down because a lot of the stuff I had to buy. You know, I told you I went to Walmart today. And a lot of the stuff I had to buy was like just home supplies, like trash bags and cleaning stuff and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So I go down the cleaning aisle, and it's still like almost... Like, there was, like, maybe four bottles of bleach on the shelf, you know? And, like, they were the small bottles. They wasn't, none of the gallon bottles were still left, you know? 
and I get on down to where the Lysol and stuff is. And even the Lysol, like, not the spray Lysol, but the Lysol cleaners. Yeah. Like, oh, that was the gone. Wipes. Yeah, the wipes, everything. Yeah, luckily, like, I actually had a pretty good supply of those before this happened. But it, I'm starting, I did, too. I had some starting Lysol to get low. myself. And, I've, and I've never been a huge germaphobe, but here's one thing that I've always done. Just I don't know why I've always done it, but I'm not a huge germaphobe. But, but when I go to open a, a door... Like any kind of a door, like the kind going into a store or a yeah. refrigerator handle, yeah. I grab it in a place where like the like other people haven't yeah, grabbed have it. it. I do like that. In a, I grab I it in like a weird too. place, like at the bottom or something. Well, how do you open a? Because you can see door. like the the handle, the handle's worn in one spot. I'm not. I'm never gonna touch that spot. Yeah. You know, because a, a million people that touch that too. spot. And like, if I go to the bathroom, like I'll wash my hands and I'll keep my keep paper the towel. towel. Yep. Until, like, a lot of places have figured out, you know. They keep they the garbage can right towel. by the door. Yeah. yeah, either that or you're going to have paper towels. I've, always, I've always right done there. that. I've always done that. Yeah. And uh, there's actually an invention, and, like, I've been in a, a couple of convenience stores and stuff that's got it. But there's actually, like, uh, in the bathroom, they've got this little hook on the bottom of the door now. Oh, yeah. Where you can grab it with your foot and open it. And oh. I've noticed a lot of convenience stores have that. It's like a little hook where you can just stick your toe up under there and pull the door open. I'm also bad where about you don't even have to touch if, it. if they're like a green bathroom and don't have any paper supplies, they just have the air thing. I like might grab the bottom of my shirt and grab the door, you know. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, I'm that way too. Um, and I'm not. I'm like you. I'm not even a germaphobe, but it's just like a bathroom to me is different. It's like okay, I'm not a germaphobe, but I am a nastyophobe. Yeah, because there's some people you don't know what other people have done. Yeah, in there. I mean you see so people all the time, and there's they, some people that are normal. There's some people that are neat freaks, and then there's some people that are nasty. Yeah, and all of them have been in there. What about the sink? Like I know, like Walmart and a lot of those have the auto sinks, but like, how do you cut the water off? Like I use my elbow to cut the water off. Uh, I, I like, think I'll, I'll you know, I, like I, I if somebody washes was, their hands or something. But the most nasty of ones people, I've been to if lately, you think about have it, have the auto, but it seems like I'd, I'd use the paper towel for that too. Maybe so. Maybe I did that too. I need to notice next time. I'm so used to just to be in the auto now. But at least you think, okay, it's a sink. You know, they they at least wash their hands. But they just didn't wash they just, their hands when they cut it on. Why would they just so? Why would got uh, both sides? Why would they just piss there. on their hands and rub it on the knobs and leave? Yeah. <laughs> But then again, it's like if you dry off with a dirty towel. Yeah. The the good thing is, it's not that dirty because they just dry it off after getting out clean of the shower. Hand. Yeah, a clean Same body. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's not cool to put your face where somebody's ass has been, but at least it was clean. But at least it was a clean ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like they dry it off after being dirty before they showered. So we had plans to talk about stuff. Oh, tonight, but by the way, kinda, this but. is the disclaimer I have to give. This podcast is not a. Not even a decent source of information for anything. Oh no! Like we don't, we don't when even. When it comes to health, science, safety, or even good information, or or even entertainment value, we're not. <laughs> we're yeah, not we suck. We're not an enriched. You call source. us and tell us a rumor. We're putting it on the air next time, man. Yeah, we're we just don't. a couple of dummies that like to talk shit and yeah. record it. That's all we are. But like, yeah, if you send us a rumor, we'll probably sell it as fact next week. I <laughs> heard. <laughs> Another yeah. thing uh, I've been noticing even more and more lately because of everything is shortened, like abbreviated seasons for shows that we like and delayed Yeah, movies. it was Walking Dead was so they weird because it movies. cut off in a weird spot. Yeah, I rewatched that episode like two or three and times. And there's no thinking climax. I wasn't caught up. Yeah. And 
It's it's just like okay, well they're okay. I get it. They're saving some for when they come back, just in case they haven't filmed anything by yeah. then or can't film anything. Like TV, I think we're gonna start seeing a lot of reruns, man. And dude, I mean, look at Monday Night Raw. Or it, maybe, or maybe like some of the animation that last, studios. That last Monday work. Night Raw was rough, dude. We may get a lot of animation. You remember they had that People one match for like two hours? Oh yeah, yeah. It was like three versions like, of the same match. It's like it WWE like said, "Hey, what wrestlers there? live like right down the road from the performance yeah. center?" Let's and just it, give them a call. Like, hey guys, what are you doing tonight? We need you, we need you on TV. You want to be on Raw tonight? Like, yeah, sure. How many matches we're doing? Seven. Who's your <laughs> Who's your opponent? Who's our opponent? Oh, the same people. That live, yeah, that we had live on the other week. side of yeah. town here. Your neighbor right there, he's a block down. He, <laughs> he needs you to come by and swing by and pick him up on the way. Yeah, it's, it's right. getting pretty rough, man. I mean, the WrestleMania yeah. stuff was pretty good because they had booked so many big things to happen leading up to it. So you were okay there. But once WrestleMania ended, it was like, ooh, this is. Yeah. This isn't that well, this is another thing, too. It was like we were talking about the podcast tonight. And it was, we were like. Okay, well, well, a lot of a lot of this podcast is us talking about entertainment stuff, right? Yeah. And there's nothing going on, <laughs> you know. So, it's like there's only like said, so just delays and, and yeah. I mean, like, I mean, we even pull up like sometimes we'll put up what is it, Gen of D, uh, Den of Geek, Geek yeah. and then like Nerdist, comicbook.com. Like I actually got and, something from comicbook.com. I was going to share, but uh, we pull those up and it's like, what's happening? You know, it's like, but uh. So like all we like right now we were talking earlier and we were like well what are we going to talk about tonight you know and, and we said something about D and D because that's the only thing we've done for entertainment is play Dungeons and Dragons at my house and I, I guess we can go over some of that there's yeah plenty of absolutely. us to talk about for that and then like Mark said he's got some stuff pulled up so we at least do have a little bit you know to keep you yeah, guys from I had like so a, just like four things in my notes and that. We just covered That's two one. of them. Yeah. So we got a lot. So the D and D was part of that. <laughs> I'll say this: uh, I got to give you a huge shout out and like major kudos because, man, you had your hands full in that battle we did. We did. That's the biggest battle I've oh, ever been a yeah, part of. Last Sunday on in a campaign, and you had so many NPCs. Well, now I did kind of cheat. With. Some of that was percentage but stuff still, that I just rolled, you know. But some of it was me keeping up with monsters and NPCs and stuff. Some yeah. of it was kind of tough. There was a lot of monsters. And there was, like, different classes of monsters. Yeah. Like, you so, had the basic ones and then well, the higher the, level. Here's the thing. And we're not sponsored. they would come in waves. We're not sponsored by them, so y'all don't, I mean, but it's, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that it's really cool to have that D&D Beyond. Because, but even with D&D Beyond, I had, like, six pages open on my laptop that I was yeah. flipping back and forth to. And it was like, okay, well, what do I got to do? And then I, I had like six pages pulled up, like six different tabs that I was flipping back and forth. Another thing that really but helped. D&D Beyond does, man, that's like, that that play, that thing's a miracle, man. Another thing that really helped keep things straight was that having that graph paper with the glass on it and you had the dry erase markers. Yeah. Marking where everything I love was. That stuff too, man. And we had the minis and the some of, some of the monsters were like dice, but you used different colored dice for the different monsters. Yeah. Like, because I've been a part of some D&D battles before they got really messy because we were just drawing on notebook paper. And you're like, okay, what's that well, little... Now we've done that, too. What's that yeah. little squiggly thing? Is that a wave or is that a snake that's attacking us? Yeah, like, what is it? Is that you a know. bird? Like, I don't even know. Well, that's why I try to keep up with, like, you know, we've got that whole bag and it's just got your regular six-sided dice in it. Well, it's got, like, a hundred red ones and, like, a hundred white ones, just plain white six-sided dice in them. 
So it was like, okay, I can use the white ones for the good guys, the red ones for the bad guys. We don't need them. Because even with miniatures, like all those miniatures start to blend after a while. If you've yeah. got that many out there. I mean, you know, it's just like, okay, which one are you? And you're having to sit there and search to, to find your miniature. Well, it's also cool that they had some minis that matched the monster you were playing. That is kind of cool. Because there's been a lot of times where I'd be like, now, which one's the snake lady? And we knew it. But he actually had, had a snake lady. Yeah, and he put we it did on have a, a Marilyn. So I didn't have to keep asking, well, which one's the snake lady and which one's the forearm guy? Well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to tell you. That's I, not a sentence I thought I'd say today. I've never been a big, see, I've never DM'd a whole lot. Like over the last 15 years, 10 years at least. I haven't been the Dungeon Master a whole lot. So now it's like I kind of found myself to where I'm, I'm kind of in that role for a little while. So I started watching a lot of gaming online, like a lot of people playing. And uh, I had started watching that one with uh, Deb Brand Wall, you know, the hot redhead from uh, True Blood. Yeah. Like she does some, she's, she's really good at DMing. Like she, she has her game online. Well, then I found Critical Role, which is probably... That's always a good one. The biggest and best. Yeah. It's, it's probably the biggest and the best. I mean... Like they know, have celebrities a, come on the there and play I, I don't want to... Well, I want to get back into this later because I want to talk about uh, Matt Mercer and uh, ask you about the Mercer effect. Like, But anyway, I've got into there and like, I'm trying to learn stuff to make me a better DM. You know what I mean? Because like, we're not the kind of group that'll that'll do accents and stuff we're not that kind of group to where when we role play we yeah, do accents we don't, for our yeah. characters and stuff we're not that kind of group and i don't expect us to be that kind of we're group. the far extreme away and from like live action. that's what critical role is i mean it's it's you know let's say one two three four five six seven it's uh eight people that are voice actors for cartoons so that's what they do for a living is yeah. is accents and voice acting so of course they're going to have voice acting you know when they're doing their character and uh but we don't do that you know so i'm trying to do it to where i get to stick to our normal roots you know where we're not voice acting but i'm trying to do it where uh you know i still want to learn you know i always want to learn to make the game a little bit better so but later on, I want to I want to get into something. I want to tell you about what they call the Matt, Matt Mercer effect. Yeah. And I want to ask you what you think about it when uh, when we come back. But we're going we'll take a break first. And I'm not just googling shit. I'm, I was gonna look. I was looking up something to talk, to talk about, about to talk about on here. Oh, uh, I don't want you to think I was just. Like, I need to. Not uh, to you. Oh, I know. But I need to. Uh, yeah, it's tomorrow. I was making sure that Rick and Morty comes back tomorrow. I don't know when this will air. Probably around. Well, the I've. Um, well, I don't have anything else to do, so it'll probably air earlier than normal. <laughs> <laughs> like sometime later tonight. Well, <laughs> uh, I'm bad, but I like I've watched a lot of Rick and Morty, but I, I've got to go back and. Uh, Start it over, dude. I love this show because I played it on. Uh, like I love it so much. I've like studied episodes. Well, I've played it when I when I started watching it. I watched it on Hulu, and so I would like get to doing other stuff, or like I might fall asleep or something if I turned it on at night or something. So it just kind of kept going and going it's and going. It's better to go back and watch. So it I do need to go back it and live, watch it. It's only a twenty minute show, but it takes like forty five minutes because it's got so many commercials. Yeah. So if you can go there and watch it on Hulu, you or can something. blast through them. Yeah, like in an hour, you can have like three of those bad boys. And that's out. what I want to do. I, I just want to go back and start over. But I mean, I've seen like the 
to me, I've seen, I think the two that stand out, I've seen the, the best two episodes of the entire show. Like, are, well, three episodes. I've seen three of the ones that I know that everybody talks about. You know, the Szechuan one, Sauce one the, is definitely a big one for me. It, it was Pickle a season Rick, premiere from I've seen it. season four. I get my seasons mixed up. It may have been three, but it was it was the season premiere. It was one where you know they they talked about the Szechuan sauce. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's the one we watched here last week. Oh, I watch it all the time. Oh, uh, the then, one where he's in a simulation. I don't know which one that is, but that's a such a good one. And then I like the one with the dogs, where the dog. Yep, that was that's cool. A good that one. was one of the first ones I've seen. Oh, uh, they're coming back this season. I saw the premiere season premiere uh, uh, trailer. And it's got those robot dogs. They were fighting cool. robot cats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. That'll be fun. Um, you know, there's a funny tie there. Dan Harmon, is that his name? That wrote, Something Harmon, because I watched the, I started watching that Morty. documentary, Harmontown. Um, he or Harmon pitched a show to a network about doing a whole show based on those. Oh, the dogs. The, the dog, game. the dog robot people. And they didn't. You know, they didn't, did, they uh, didn't pick it up. And in the show, I didn't realize this, in the sh- episode they did with those, they make a little comment about that, that it would have been a good show or something like that. Well, I watched his, uh, I had watched a little thing online about him. And, you know, he's he's got a lot of haters, you know. Like, really? Why would you hate yeah, him? He well, made the community in, and Rick and In Morty. Hollywood, he's got a lot of haters. Because he's got, like, he's one of those no... He's one of those yeah, kind of like a uh, no nonsense kind of guy, and he cusses a lot, and he's real real brash about everything, and he, he speaks uh, his mind for sure. But he he's also what is it autism? Yeah, Community. He did Community. Yeah, he did Community. But uh, Harmontown, I watched part of that the other night too. After watching, uh, what's the work? I watch that at? I found it on uh, is it a free show streaming or? place? It's a it's a documentary. It's about him. But he had uh, autism. Is it autism or Asperger's that he's got? I don't know. It's one of the two. And, you know, he he was struggling with that. So, like, so he has this kind of no-nonsense attitude. But, like, him and uh, Chevy Chase, like, dude, they, they got into each other's throats. And I don't know the details of it. I'd have to go back and listen to it and stuff. But You know, I heard a little bit about that during the community thing. That's one of the reasons Chevy Chase quit. Yeah. Because he wasn't on the last, like, three seasons or so. Dude, that's well, a great show. It's on, Net- it's on Netflix now. Well, they finished it on Netflix. They actually had well, They finished dropped- it on Yahoo Streaming. Or it might have been. Yeah. It was something. I-, I know they just didn't finish on the network, you know. Harmontown but I mean, Troy and I bet. live like- comedy podcast. No, that can't be it. Harmontown is a... Uh, it's just a documentary on him. I've, I've looked it up. I can't remember. Dang, I can- it came out in 2014. Yeah, because it was, I think it was before. What is this show where the hell I can watch it? Well, now, he has a podcast, too. Like, he has a podcast called, uh, podcast called, uh... It's free on YouTube, according to this. Heart Harmontown, I believe, is the name of his podcast, too. Or something. I can't remember. Let's watch that tonight. Yeah, that's his podcast, like when Harmontown. We get back, we're going to get some food, when a, we come back and eat, let's watch that. We'll do that, man. But we're gonna let's take a break and do that, man, because I'm afraid all of our yeah, restaurants like 8, are about to it's close. Because everything's I think a lot closing. Of them close at nine, so if we're gonna call in a call in an order. By the next time you hear us, we'll be like all full, tired, and and burping, burping, and yeah, might cut one. 
think a fish plate sounds good, though, man. I could do a fish plate. That sounds really a good. A small one. Those large fish plates are too much. Yeah, I don't do a large. I ordered, I got a large fish plate when I went to my parents a couple weeks but ago. But I haven't ate today. And I was really hungry, and so I was going to eat, like, the whole thing, and I was sick for, like, 24 hours. Hey, you'll be proud of me. I've started back working out, dude. Oh, I've actually good. hit it pretty hard these last three days. And, uh, I've done like two workouts since this all started. Man, I've, you'd be proud of me, dude. But I have been more but conscious about I what I'm eating. I haven't eaten two days. That very Says the guy that's about to get so. a fish plate, I have been more self-conscious about. Well, now, see, I'm the other way around. We have the opposite problem. Like, my problem is I don't eat. And if I start working out, I've got to eat, you know, or I'll start. Because yeah. I'm one of them, you know, I lost 16 pounds in a month the last time I started working out. That's bad. I can't go back, and I'm I'm just now back up to normal, or just actually I'm a little bit above normal right now, so I definitely don't need to stop stop eating for sure. Cut back on eating. I definitely need to start getting more protein back in, and even then, when I said I lost 16 pounds, I was I was drinking protein shakes like muscle mass protein shakes every mm-hmm. night, dude. And still, I just ended up losing weight. So you may have to do like those actors do that. Uh like the actors that fatten up for roles, they'll melt ice cream in the microwave and drink it. I may, I may have to, but you I put to do ice cream the, in my. You may have to do a dirty well, bowl. I mean, I put ice cream in my protein shakes though most of the time. Throw a so, donut off in that bad boy. I mean, uh, that's not nutritious. I mean, I throw Oreos. You're trying in there to get calories for, in. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but that's me. I'm trying to gain weight because I work out hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like my workouts are hard. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a, not not like. Uh, I've seen not body like P90X type hard or whatever. Bodybuilders will get like really sugary cereal and just dump it in the blender with their protein. Oh yeah, shake. I mean it's like I said, that's not nutritious, obviously, but it's a different thing when you're trying to gain weight because most people are trying to lose weight. Like I mean, my workouts, I'm not just sitting there wringing wet with sweat when I get done, but when I do go to working out, like I'll do my basic like muscle type workout, but then like when I really start back, I'll I'll be going to mild. A mile, anywhere from a mile to five miles of walking again, you know, and that's when I'll start losing weight if I'm not careful. Well, now that we've uh, talked about food and being nutritious and eating right, let's go get some fried, deep fat let's fried do it. fish. Let's and go get some hush puppies and French fries and French fries and a big slice of buttery. We might toast. get a we might get a salad though, so we'll eat, <laughs> we can say we ate something healthy. No, we'll get a diet coke, a diet coke and a salad. We're drinking light beer. It. We'll be we'll be good. We'll be back. We'll be back. As I promised, we are back. And as I promised, we are fat. We did eat, didn't we? Shoot. I, I made a happy plate. I'm glad I got the smell. Oh, I, I ate all the fish. I couldn't eat. Like, man, okay, so here was our problem is the place we went, they were out of hush puppies. So you it kind of sucked because both of us were wanting hush puppies, too. When, as soon as you said hush puppies, I remembered this podcast is listened to in several countries. They might like some people probably. They don't have no know. idea what we're talking about. What's <laughs> hush puppy? But they were out, dude, and that kind of sucked. So, but anyway, they gave me like a whole damn plate full of fries because they were out of hush puppies. Let's see what happens and if they Google hush puppies. Yeah, what is what is it? So, hush puppy. They've got recipes. Okay. Yeah. It's a, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a southern. I wonder what kind of countries. Like, wonder if what. Well, it's like, like, do you know what poutine is? No. Like poutine, it's good. Like, I love poutine, but it's just like, like, most of the time around here, if you tell, if you say something about poutine, like they're like, what's that? You know, 
And it's, I, I like mean, that. it's fries with gravy and cheese, fries, basically. Deep fried southern hush puppies. You don't have to put southern in there. Nah, they're all going to be southern. Uh, Vicky's hush puppies. Like, it was one. But, yeah, so they, yeah, they were out of hush but puppies. But it's like so if I ask you about poutine, up, you know. They loaded us up on fries big Man. time. But, you know, in England, they call fries chips. Chips. And yeah. chips crisps. Yeah. Which actually makes more sense if you think about it. And then uh, there's biscuits and scones and... Because a cookie's a biscuit, right? I don't know. I think a cookie is like a biscuit, what they call a biscuit. What do they call crackers? And then there's crumpets. I, I, I'm not sure what crumpets are. I don't, I don't know. I know. I used to date this girl that uh, lived in Las Vegas. Well, she was from Vegas, and we would go back there and visit. And just out of habit, we went to Applebee's. Well, you know, we got Applebee's yeah. here everywhere. Yeah. But out of habit, they were asking, you know, what do you want to drink? And they went around the table, and I said a sweet tea. Yeah, I did that in Orlando. And like, I was in Orlando. She brought and me this little tiny uh, teacup on a saucer hot with hot raspberry tea. Yeah. That was my tea. Yeah. And I was expecting, like, the southern-style sweet, sweet yeah. tea in a big old cup with well, ice and I went and to lemon. Orlando. We went to Orlando, and, like, every restaurant I went in, like, because that's what I drink at a restaurant. I don't drink sodas that much. And uh, cause I, I don't I just don't like fountain drinks, man. Like fountain sodas. So every restaurant we went into in in Orlando, I was like, "You got sweet tea?" Like, no. Like they were just like nowhere had it, and they were like, "Oh, we can bring you sugar." I was like, "No, that's not the same as sweet tea. Like you can't put sugar in tea, unsweet tea, and make it sweet tea. Like that doesn't because the sugar doesn't really. You just end up cool. with like the last drink." Yes, yeah, it's, it's all sweet. sugar, yeah. and that's it. But the rest of it's just unsweet tea until you get to that last drink, you know. So anyway, I was just like, "What have y'all got?" I finally asked this one lady. I was like, "What have y'all got against sweet tea?" You know, it's like nowhere I've been has it. But then uh, there was a guy here too from uh, Florida, and I said something about we were going to go out to eat before he left. You know, he was just he was with uh, my cousin, and they had come in from Florida, and that guy was from Florida, you know, and. uh I said something about us going out to eat. I said, well, we'll go get a hamburger steak. And the guy was like, what is a hamburger steak, man? Oh, yeah. And I was like, I oh, so dude, I had to explain it to him. And we went and got one. He loved it, dude, but he had never even heard of a hamburger steak. Like, he didn't. Like, I'm sure we got listeners right now that's never heard of a hamburger steak. You know, it's like. Hamburger steak and gravy. And gravy. What about meatloaf? Or, is that a universal thing? Not I the band. That's the, more of a, I think that's more of a. I'm an American thing, anyway. Hmm. I mean, I know, like in the UK and England, the they're they drink tea like we drink coffee. Yeah, like they drink like, tea. Yeah, which I love some Earl Grey, man. You ever drink? Earl I Grey? I can't get in diet. Like, Have well, you tried it? I'll now give the you only a, time I've tried I've it, I made it at a hotel. I've got so, plenty in there. I'll give you some to take home with you. But now there's some green. It's good teas. for like a late afternoon. There's pick some me green teas. That like I the like. black tea is really good because you basically drink it like coffee. And what we what we drink is orange pico. But what's weird is they they put milk in it, which I just cannot pick. Yeah, and honey and stuff. I put like agave nectar in mine to sweeten it a little. I do honey with everything. Well, agave nectar tastes like honey. Oh, than my sweet tea. It's it's sugar, but it's like honey, but it's a little more healthy. I think it comes from the cactus plant. Yeah. But I do uh, honey and everything. It's like my coffee. I put honey in it. I don't use sugar in my coffee. I use honey. Nothing in my coffee. Uh. I can't drink black coffee. I've tried. I mean, now the the kind that I drink is that French vanilla. You know, that's my favorite coffee. 
And uh, I've tried to drink it black, and if, if I could drink any black, I could tell you that that would be it. But it's it. French vanilla, so it's not black. What it is, it's, it's, it's not like sugar. It doesn't have any, it's got a flavor, it just doesn't have sugar in it. I mean, it's, that's what, our, our tea that we drink is orange pico tea. This place I used and, to work, we would get up real early in the mornings to go do installs, and like, we drank coffee out of necessity, not out of pleasure. And we were always out of something. Yeah, you know, I used to put a bunch of shit in, in my coffee. No, I, and, I but will. But we were always out of something. So I started drinking black coffee just because I needed the, the pick-me-up. And then it's surprisingly how quick I got used to it. And now I can't imagine it any other way. Well, you know, the other day I was, you know, I've been broke because of this, uh, all this COVID stuff. But the other day I was out of creamer for a couple of days. Well, so the first day, you know, like I, I kind of, you know, I kind of went downhill on it. You know, I had, I had plenty of honey. You know, I had yeah, a big thing sugar of honey. And milk. Right. So, well, not the kind of creamer I drink. Oh. The kind of creamer I drink is like the, it's the Irish cream creamer or the uh, Cold Stone creamer. I buy that kind. Most of the time, that's what I get, the Cold Stone. I like, I bought some today, some of that Southern Pecan creamer. But anyway, so what I did was like, you know, I'd put my honey in there, and I started out, I had some milk, you know, the first couple of days. Well, so I, you know, I used milk, right? Well, like, by about the third day, you know, I was out of milk, and I was like, I still wanted coffee, you know? So I was like, like I said, I don't drink black coffee. I just can't, you know? And I can't drink just sweet coffee either, you know? I have to have creamer in it. So I was out of creamer, so I was like, well, what can I do? So first couple of days, I had bought some of that whipped butter, and I took and put me like a little a little teaspoon of butter in my coffee and honey. I have put butter in my coffee. And that was good. That was, that was, that was actually pretty good. Irish well, butter. Then somebody else told me, uh, said, oh, you can use coconut oil. Yeah. I've so I did that. That. That, that's, that wasn't bad. And it makes your lips feel like really smooth and soft after you drink coconut oil in your coffee. Well, because coconut oil is good for your skin. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did that one day. I drank honey and coconut oil. And it wasn't bad either. It, that's... I mean, it's it's a stretch from drinking creamer. I mean, it is, but I mean, I could I could handle it. You know, it wasn't too bad. Man, I've watched so. people make coffee before, and I just look at them like, why did you? Why even add the coffee? That's water, yeah. No, why even add the? Why why even include the coffee in the mix? It's just like an, uh, it's almost like a uh, sprinkles on the ice cream. You know, like you, you, the coffee is the the least amount of what's in that whatever milkshake yeah, you just made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I've always said, too, is, like, I don't mind, like, I drink creamer in my coffee. I don't use sugar. I don't use honey if I've got creamer. You know, I use the sweet creamer. But I also do make strong coffee. You know, now I've got those K-cups, so you can't really, you know, you can't really determine other than the size of what your cup is, you know, that you use. I went to a coffee bar with the um, smaller ones are going to be stronger, but recently with a coworker, and it wasn't Starbucks, but it was, you know, like that. And of course, you know there was a line, and everybody in the line was just spouting off these. I want a iced caramel latte. Oh yeah, people don't buy coffee at those Margarita, places. caramel, slide, mud. Yeah, tarantula. extra cream, extra sugar. Put some caramel like and they, some peanuts on it. Yeah, like the put everything <laughs> in my coffee except coffee. Yeah, and like I all do these that too. I'm not gonna names lie. of stuff that I didn't even recognize, and they put like a mountain of whipped cream and. And they would drizzle chocolate and caramel. And don't get me wrong, it looked delicious. If if you're going to order dessert, which is fine, I would just go get some, you know, ice cream or something. But anyway, it got to my turn, and I was like, uh, I'll take a coffee. 
And they just looked at me like, oh, we don't have, whoa, what? Uh, <laughs> do we have coffee? Like, what, what do you Yeah, like coffee? your coffee oh, shop oh. drinks, right? You have oh, you mean coffee. a super califringalistic, espialidocious coffee with extra nuts? No, just like a whoa. coffee. And they're like, it, it's like it, 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 it literally baffled Have them. you ever? And they're like, well, what do you want in it? And I'm like, uh, my mouth? And I'm like, knocking. They're like, well, which flavor of coffee? I'm like, I, I coffee. coffee. <laughs> take a cup. Like, I literally had to say, take a cup, pour some coffee in it, and it sell it to me, me yeah. and I will drink it. I will pay but you for it, I and then I will consume this. it. Have you and ever... it was like they had no idea what it was. like I, I was speaking a different language, and I'm like, this is a coffee shop. I want a coffee. Well, it's, it's, I will say this. Like, you go to, like, Starbucks, you re- and I'm not knocking on Starbucks because they have some great drinks. You know, I go there. So, but have you have you ever drank coffee at a Starbucks? Yeah, it's that's like, all I've ever drank. I mean, it's like I motor, mean, they're, but their their coffee's nothing to brag about. I mean, their coffee, their actual coffee is terrible. Like they have all this good fancy stuff, but their actual coffee is terrible, dude. It's like drinking motor oil or uh, something. I've, the only thing I've ever gotten put in my coffee was a shot of espresso, which is also coffee. That is, yeah. <laughs> it just makes it. Yeah. Well, now I, I'm guilty. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I, I don't drink black coffee, and I I drink my coffee at home. I fix it the way I like it. I found my perfect mix. You yeah. know, like I said, I drink the French vanilla, the cheap French vanilla coffee from Walmart. I got the K, I got a Keurig, so I use the K cups. Well, I buy the cheap French vanilla, and I put the uh, the Cold Stone. It's just sweet cream creamer. Yeah. in it that's what i put in it and that's like the perfect mix for me and every once in a while like like i said today just out of just out of changing up you know i bought some of that southern pecan but now i did buy my other my original because that southern pecan i'll drink one or two and then i'm done with it for a few days i don't want any more of it but that southern pecan is pretty good it's like butter pecan ice cream sort of now i will tell you this uh my transition to coffee with things in it and, and black coffee was not that painful it didn't take that long see i can't but however my transition from sweet tea to unsweet tea would w- took me like a year and i'll tell you how uh, i did yeah. it like when i would go to a restaurant i would always order a tea well i started ordering uh well most of the time a lot of places well, i would why eat for would lunch you not just drink water? they would just give you the cup you know over sweet, over they would just give tea. you, they, and you make your own. So I would pour like half sweet and half unsweet because the sweet tea around here is too sweet. I mean, there is that's true. I mean, like I, in a I gallon mine, of tea, they put like mine way too, too much like, sugar. I make mine sweet too. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, matter of fact, a side story. I remember rough. when I finally started drinking unsweet tea. Like you couldn't drink I mine. Went, I went to the uh, uh, convenience store and I was reaching into the cooler and they had these bottles of pre-made tea. One of them looked one way and one of them looked the other. So I was assuming, and I, one of them said sweet tea, so I reached for the other. And I was walking to the checkout, and I looked down. It wasn't unsweet tea. It was extra sweet tea. Oh, yeah. I was like, gee, really? And see, that's what I love. See, like, like you're, really? you're, you're completely opposite of me on, <laughs> on tea. Like, I don't. Now, I will say that I don't, I don't drink, drink sodas. drink sugar water from a hummingbird feeder. I don't drink most of the sodas because, to me, they taste like syrup, dude. Yeah, like, too much sugar. I get that, man. I understand that. And I don't drink a lot of sodas. And if I do, it's the sour ones, you know? Like, I drink Meliella because Mountain Dew, to me, is is way too sweet. Everybody will say, well, they're just the same. Mountain Dew, no. Like, to me, Meliella is if you took, like, a... um, If you took a Meliella and put, like, an extra spoon or two of sugar in it, 
and shook it up, that's what you would have. Was a Mountain It tastes Dew. like cold pancake syrup to me. It does. So does I, I, I believe you. And uh, I will get a vanilla Coke every once in a while. But even then, it takes me all day to drink it. Dude, if you, you know go to Sonic, I mean? get a Coke Zero and get them to add vanilla flavor in. Now, I do the Dr. That's Pepper awesome. with vanilla at Sonic. Yeah, I bet that'd be I good, I actually too. did that last night. That was... But, like I said, it'll take me... Like, I don't drink... Like I said, I don't drink a lot of sodas. I drink tea. Usually, if they have tea wherever I'm going, if they have sweet tea, that's what I'm normally going to get. And if not... A lot of times, I'll just tell them, bring me water, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, I would start with a half and half, and then I slowly started weaning down on how much. Do you put uh But I finally got to the point where I was doing, like, a whole unsweet tea and then just a splash of sweet, and I went, what's that really doing What's the me? point? Yeah. So I quit doing it, and I got used to it, and it was fine for a while, but now I still drink tea, but I'll put, uh, if I've got it, I'll put stevia in it. Do you, Which uh, is a really good sweetener. When you and drink water you. at a place, do you do, do, you do uh, lemons? Do you put lemons in your water? Yeah. Or lemons in your tea? Yeah. See, I don't do that. I Not don't, in the tea, but in the water, yeah. I don't do lemon in my water. I just want water. You know, if I'm going to drink yeah. water, I just want water. I drink a lot like, of water. Like, I can't, you know, those But at a packs. restaurant, I'll usually say water with lemon. I don't know why. You know, everybody always says, oh, well, I, I like it. You know, it took me a little while. Now I drink water all the time. But, uh back i just started that about a year ago a little over a year, about two years ago i guess i just started drinking a lot of water i drink a minimum i used to absolutely i drink a half a gallon to a gallon of water a day i used to absolutely hate water like i could not i could not stand drinking water and i made myself because it was hot in the summertime i was working you know i was working in a hot job and moving all day long and like sodas just weren't cutting it God. you know and I can't imagine being hot and sweaty, like, like chugging a Red Bull or a Mellow Yellow. Or, yeah, or, you know that just don't. That's, that's and not, they just wasn't cutting. Doesn't it. quench your thirst. And then, I, so I was buying Gatorade, and then I was just like, I just don't like Gatorade because it's it's another product. I think it's just too sugary for me. To me, Gatorade just tastes like. Dude, look at how much sodium is water. in a sports drink. Well, you're supposed to have that sodium though. Yeah, if you're playing football and professionally in the Florida sun. Which is where Gatorade well, came from. Well, that's kind of what I was doing at work, though. I mean, I had lost a lot. So, well, if you were, I mean, yeah. that's, you yeah, know. If you're, if you're getting dehydrated, sure, drink a sports drink. But if you're, if you're like, sitting on the couch eating Cheetos, don't be chugging a whole liter of Gatorade. That's not well, the, what that's for. The thing was is, like, some of the stores I was working in had, had uh, coolers up front, you know, where, like, most all stores nowadays in the hot summer, like, they'll keep a cooler up front, and you can just walk by and grab your uh, water out of there right yeah so i started kind of doing that every once in a while and i noticed like drinking water it kind of cooled me down and it kept me from being dehydrated and kept me from being thirsty and it kind of cooled me off a little bit compared to like drinking sodas you know so i kind of started slowly getting into it well then I, i decided i wanted to start eating a little healthier and cut out some of the sugar and stuff so i started drinking water and i was making myself drink 120 ounces a day and I was just, I mean, like, and at first I did have to force myself to drink 120 ounces of water, you know. But then after, after it's, it's one of those things that once you get used to it, like now, hell, I can get a glass of water and I'm fine, you know. Now, I will say this, that I don't, I'm not real big on ice water. Like, I can't, like a lot of people won't drink water unless it's ice water. Well, I don't, I don't even drink ice in my, I don't even put ice in my tea. Like, I put ice in my tea as I'm making it. And then I put it in the refrigerator. But at home, when I pour me a glass of tea, I don't even have ice in it. Hmm. I mean, I, it's cold. You know, I put ice in the pitcher when I'm making it. Because 
for one thing, it makes your tea watery. You know, I want tea. I don't want half water and half tea. I don't guess I really have a, a huge preference there because when I was lifting weights big time, like really into that, like I need to be again, uh, I, I would start the day out with a gallon jug full of water, mm-hmm. like a milk jug style, but it was a water jug. Uh, You'd freeze it? I'd put it in the refrigerator. So when I started on it, it was cold. But so that I knew I'd drink a gallon, I'd make sure by the end of the day it was empty. Yeah. But so by the end of the day, it was pretty room temperature. Like I might stick it in the freezer throughout the day for a little yeah. while to chill it back down. Yeah, I would freeze For the bottles. most part, I, I would will just. I uh, bottles up and freeze them. That way I yeah. knew I'd drink a gallon because I would start the day with a full one, end the day with an empty one, fill it back up, put it back in the fridge, and go to bed. I also realized very quickly that I had to have that entire gallon drank by at least 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. If not, you're going to be back up all to the, night. Yeah, all night. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was doing a minimum of a gallon a day. I was lifting heavy. Uh, I was eating clean. And water's good for you. And dude. I wasn't drinking any beer at all. Like, for six weeks, I didn't drink any beer. Mm-hmm. One night, we were watching wrestling. And uh, somebody had, like, a six-pack of Sam Adams. I was like, one beer ain't going to ruin my... You know, I'm sitting here yeah. watching wrestling. I'm going to drink a beer. Well, beer's a diuretic. I'd bring her drinking all that water. Dude, oh, yeah. I finished that beer, and I ran to the bathroom, and I thought I was never going to stop. Oh, wow. It was oh. it was alarming how a, much I pissed. A gallon of water had to come out all of All that water came yeah. out of me. Well, not just from that day, from all the other days yeah, of, of being, it. like, yeah. super hydrated. I just pissed my brain. But, I mean, out. there's that. I mean, it's, like, basically scientific proof that water is, like, the best thing in the world for you. Like, well, we're it's made of your water. skin. It's good. I mean, it's good for everything. Like, they'll tell you one of the main the main secrets of, like, because I'm getting old, you know? So I look up all this shit of how to fight my age, you know? <laughs> I'm a single guy, and I'm 45. So it's like I have to look up all these things about how to, how to fight looking old, you know? So, like, but every video you watch and every list you look at, like, there's two things that they always have in common. And that's working out, like doing push-ups and stuff. Mm-hmm. And drinking water, uh, and it's, it usually says about a gallon a day. And also, quit doing everything and that's that's good. Like well, they don't. Well, it does say you know smoking, smoking and drinking alcohol, uh, all that. Sweet. Well, the reason alcohol, the the thing about it is it dehydrates you. Yeah. You know, and I'm you know that's the only thing about alcohol. But then, well, it also depletes your vitamins. Like of course, cigarettes or whatever you know. But again, this is not a good source for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, but I mean, every every one of those videos, they always, no matter what they said, was exercise and drink water. That was two of the main ones. Now everybody says, you know, they do say eat eat vegetables, you know, that kind of stuff. Like all of them will say that eat fresh vegetables. You know, that was on all of them. But Make it was sure you like get protein, but, but water, and but mainly it was it was water and working out. It's your main two to fight aging. And so you know me, like I said, I smoke. So everything else I do, I try to do. At least somewhat healthy. To you know, to I guess that's me. I know that's probably not. I know it's not. Because I do drink a lot of it, alcohol, but. so I try to. I guess I try to overcompensate by drinking just mass amounts of water. Yeah. To keep my organs functioning. The alcohol would dehydrate good. you. So. Yeah. I don't think I could. I should ever worry about being dehydrated. I guess one thing I'm. Well, I will say out. this: since I've since I've stopped started drinking a lot of water lately, I don't have near as many. I I'm not gonna say I used to have a ton of kidney infections, but I would have kidney infections. You know. Four or five times a year, 
gotta keep I'd that shit flushed out, man. You gotta keep it, keep the. But since I've keep since that I've motor running clean, water, put that put that good gas in it. You yeah, know? yeah. Flush it out, keep them clean. So I haven't had near as many kidney infections since they, since I started drinking water. So we got completely off topic for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, when we talk about health and fitness, we lose a lot of listeners. So now that we have one person still listening. Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to uh, say about D&D before we moved on? Um, well, you know, I said something about the Matt Mercer effect. Yeah. And uh, only, like, the people who are really deep into D&D. And there's a, there's a, the group they call Critical Role, you know, and, like, uh, they're voice actors. That's their job. It's seven people that play. That's their job. Well, you know, nowadays there's a whole lot more Dungeons & Dragons players than what there were back in... Back when I started, you know, it was yeah. Taboo. I'm gonna I'm gonna assume that this quarantine and, uh, made Dungeons and Dragons and gaming in general. Well, beat, it's beat. actually slowed a lot of people down because they're not getting together to game. Because we don't we're we're not good at social distancing. I've seen a lot of groups but, uh, play just through Skype and, and well, that's and what I see. Say a lot of people Zoom doing that. and, and uh, uh, but anyway, not Facebook Live. But there's a lot of programs that you can they're saying you know a lot of people have got into watching uh, critical role that that's never played D, but they're voice actors it's se- it's seven people you know the dm and six players or seven players actually it's, it's eight people and all eight of them their job is voice acting so they do this uh you know everybody's character has a different voice and they they go real deep into their characters they don't play like we play you know, they go real deep into their backstories and stuff. And then, of course, Matt Mercer writes for Dungeons & Dragons, you know? And, and he creates races and characters for Dungeons & Dragons. You know, he's like, he's like one of their main guys, right? So anyway, their campaigns are really in-depth. They've got voice acting. The characters are really in-depth on their characters. They all are voice actors, so they all do accents. And I was saying, we don't do that. We're not that kind of player. No. But anyway, there's a lot. Well, of you new- know what we are good about? If we say something, we specify where we're saying it in game or out of game. Yeah, and, and that's good. You got to do that. Yeah. But but even though we don't use a different voice, we'll say, "Hey, I'm saying this out of game because yeah, like uh, yeah. RJ stole those souls." Well, in the game, we didn't know that. Yeah, only so if RJ I say something and about one other character those, knew that. I specify that I'm, I'm yeah, out of, because you don't know it. I'm out of game because my character. character doesn't. I know it, but my character doesn't know yeah. that he did that. Exactly. And a lot of times, we a DM will a DM will try to hide stuff. Oh. I don't hide a whole lot from the characters. You know, a lot of times a DM will try to hide stuff from the characters, like it, something like that. Like I would try to hide it from the rest of y'all. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But anyway, what I was talking about with the Matt Mercer, they call it the Matt Mercer effect. And I love Matt Mercer. I mean, he's a great DM. I've learned a lot from watching those shows. But a lot of people who haven't played D&D wanted, like, they say they would watch Critical Role, and they would see all these characters and these people. And it's like watching a TV show. It's just done through a game almost, you know? And they even, they do cartoons for their characters and stuff that people... People do artwork and send it into them and stuff, and so I mean it's like real in depth. Well, they go to the uh, say they go for their first game, like they finally find a group that's playing D and D, and they go in, and people don't act like that, and the DM doesn't act out every character and have a different voice for every character, right. and the guys they're playing with don't have accents and voices for their characters, and so they're like they're like oh this isn't what 
Matt Mercer and Critical Role was doing. So they'll jump back out. Well, everybody's all like, there's a group that's all down on Matt Mercer. And they're like, well, he's not good for the game because, you know, people are coming in expecting it to be this awesome thing, <laughs> like, awesome like Critical Role, and it's not. They jump back out. But then other people were like, well, okay, let's say 10 people start start going in. Like, say 10 people show up, you know, when they start gaming with their normal game, and they enjoy it, and say, if three or four of those enjoy it and stay, what does it matter that the ones who didn't enjoy it get out? You've just gained four new Dungeons & Dragons players. Yeah. You know, it's it's good for business in the long run. It's not bad for business. But it actually, what, what got me is it actually hurt Matt Mercer's feelings. Like, man, he's, he's like, I, you know, I just do the best job I thought I could. You know, and it, it really hurt his feelings because he's thinking, you know, I don't want to hurt the game at right. all. You know, this is what I, I, I love. I think he's this done what more do. for D&D than he's done Probably more. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sure. I'm absolutely positive he has. Yeah. But it did hurt his feelings, you know. And you By the way, that. Matt, if you're listening, we would love to have you on the show. <laughs> yeah, definitely. If you're listening, and I know you're not. (laughs) (laughs) He can do some voices for us and stuff. That'd be amazing. I think his dance card stays pretty full. Yeah, I'm sure. And, uh, well, they do, you know, on Twitch, the TV. I don't know what Twitch is exactly because I don't have it. But, you know, they put out out a role-playing game. I mean, it's a channel. It's a television channel about role-playing games, you know. So I mean they're doing a, they're doing like some type of game all the time, you know. Yeah. They even do games at nine a.m. You know, <laughs> but then there's primetime games. Of course, Critical Role. I think it's on Wednesday or Thursday nights. Normally, I watch them online. You know, so I don't I don't know. I'm like way way behind. But uh, yeah, I actually stole one of my characters. Kinda the the premises of my character from there. I think I told y'all that though. I'm real basic when it comes to D and D because I, I like it simple. I just I like playing. Well, a, it's good. A, a fire. You need people like that. Uh, I used to just play a human. I'm, I've kind of been enjoying. I've played two or three half orcs. Kind of like that because I like being a big. You know. Well, that's I like, what I'm I like trying being a, to. Uh, what did you call them? Not the muscle, but the. The tanks. The tanks. Yeah. yeah. I like being a tank. Uh, I like being intimidating. And, you know, I'm just the opposite. Um, I try to make my character. Well, first, I will but, say. But the thing is, when you take a simplistic character, to me, the longer you play that character, the more nuances uh, come up about the character that makes it unique and individual. It is. It is. That's true. Because you're not just another spellcaster like or play, another, another you can play cleric like, or another mage or whatever. You're, well, like you said, all right, you said you play half-orc, a half-orc fighter. Well, you can create on paper two half orc fighters, and by the time the games like, and you say you stop, when you get to like level six or seven. They're totally you take two each totally one. They're completely different. different. Yeah, yeah. They can look and and yeah. act and feel and uh, especially with the, like what look you said the subclasses. Yeah. Oh, exactly. One of them could yeah. be like even uh, spell casting. Well, you can spell. Yeah, you could have fighters. You you know, there's samurai. You know. There's the knights, there's samurai, there's uh, spellcasting, the eldritch knights, there's the purple dragon knights, there's the champion, what's what you're playing now, there's the champion, you know, there's the gladiator type, you know, there's all kinds of ways to, uh, to play a fighter, you know, 
I mean, you could be. Yeah, an and I feel like you have. It seems like you have more options now than you ever have. I like the. Seriously, my my favorite, and if we wasn't so deep in the fifth now, if we hadn't already started the fifth, my favorite's always been three point five or three three point X, whatever. They just three point oh, three point five, all your extras, and it was mostly because you had so much content, dude. I mean, I showed you that day. Like, I've got four bookshelves just full of stuff, and probably 90% of those books are 3.5, and that's nowhere. But this is what I like about Dungeons & Dragons. They'll, you know, like, you buy a game console, and you buy a bunch of games for it, and then a year later, they're obsolete because they come out with a new one. Yeah. Dude, 5th Edition's been around for a minute. Yeah, it has now. Like, it's it, been out I mean, for a When did they release 5th like Edition? Me. Let's look that up. That's Google. Well, that's Google-worthy. I can tell you when we started, we bought the Red Box. You know, they come out with a fifth edition Red Box. And that was, uh, it came out in, it was released in 2008. Wow. We started playing it in probably 2009. Say kudos to them. 10, 11. We it's probably played it in 2012. And they haven't changed everything. We have to, have to go out and buy all new shit. But the even the most recent was released during the second half of 2014. So, oh, that's fourth edition. Wait a minute, fifth edition came out in 2014. So it's so even then, that's six Still, years old. Yeah. I mean, for six years, it's not like they change it every year. They, I mean, two, we're at fifth edition. They do, they take, First go, edition was in the 70s. You know what I, I mean? I know. Well, they'll say here's our edition, and then they'll come out with books to add on to it. Which they've done that. They've oh, got and modules of, and but all kinds of stuff. Now we'll say fifth edition has nowhere near the content that three that that three point oh, three point five had. Well how long did it hang out? And well, it says fourth edition came out in two thousand four. Everybody skipped fourth edition. Like I've I know very, very few people that play fourth edition. Yeah, somebody told me once that, that and, fifth uh, edition was the apology for fourth edition. Because everybody hated it so bad, but they, everybody edition. loves fifth edition. Fourth is just so cut and dry. I think that's why people just didn't like it. It's because it's so cut. And, like, okay, you can do this. You can do that. You cannot do this. You cannot do that. 2000? So, so fifth, third edition was around for eight years. Well, actually, well, I mean, with people skipping fourth, there's still people who play third edition. Yeah. Well, now, see, there's, there's Pathfinder, which is a lot of people call three. Like, so that's 3.5, right? Three years ago. 3.5 came out in 2003. There's a lot of people that call Pathfinder 3.75, which is basically the company they took. They, they just kept adding to 3.5. Yeah. So it's still out. It's just not owned by Dungeons & Dragons anymore. It's owned by Pathfinder or whoever makes Pathfinder. I've never played Pathfinder, but it's still just D&D 3.5, you know, like for the most part. They just keep adding to it. But a lot of people's favorite was 3.5. That was my DM, favorite. Depending on your DM and your imagination, sometimes it it really doesn't matter. Well, here's what I like. What in, edition you're playing. Here's what I liked in 3.5. Like I've heard DMs say, like, I play with 5th edition rules, but I lean more towards, you know what I mean? Because ultimately, whatever the DM decides. Well, you could take whatever in 3.5. You could take that and translate it. Uh, for the most part, you can change it over to 5th edition. I mean, it, your character may be a little weaker, a little stronger. One of the two. Well, because your DM has the final say on what happens in the game anyway. Exactly. 
I mean, I mean, you got people who are rules lawyers, and they're going to fuss at the deal. Like, well, man, the book says this word for word, you know. But uh, you're going to have that every. But once in the a book, while. doesn't it say the DM can override anything it does, in the book? Basically, yeah. the DM can, you know. But your job as a DM is to make your players happy. So you don't want to like, yeah. You don't want to come come up with rules that's just going to screw your players all the time and piss them off. You know, because you want them to be happy. You want them to be proud. But if you have like, to bend or change the rules to tell a better story, then is it so bad? Yeah, exactly. And like I said, we played, uh, we made up our own Game of Thrones. And, like, we tried to use third edition D&D rules, but you can't hardly do that in a world where there's, for, for the most part, on the, what we were playing, we had no magic. Like, so a world without any magic, you know, yeah. you can't use 3.5 rules. And then you also had, like, hit points and stuff. Like, your hit points uh, at, like, say, 15th level or whatever. Like, whatever, you've got 200-something hit points. Well, battles like that in in a Game of Thrones setting, like, they're not going to sit and whack at each other for 15 minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. So yeah. you don't want your characters to have 200-something hit points. You know, you want your fights to be in and out, you know. Like a war. Five, six rounds and it's over with, you know. Well, so we just kind of, we didn't even, the the DM, the storyteller, I wouldn't even call him a DM because we didn't have any rules. I mean, we were all making up the rules as we went. And we were running a lot of percentages and stuff like that, you know, or 20-siders. Like, I mean, we, we still use, for the most part, 3.5 rules, but the... But the storyteller had no idea what to roll. Is that where LARPing comes in? And Like, I don't know anything about it, but I've just heard it described as, like, it combines everything. Well, it's just a cordon. I mean, like, LARPing is just live action. Like, where you just, act, instead of, like, us sitting around a table. No, I'm using the wrong word. It's not LARPing. There's another word. There's that huge book out, and it combines everything. I forget what it's called. I don't know. I don't even know how to Google it because I can't remember. GURPS. Oh, GURPS. Yeah. 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 It's kind of... Now, I've never played GURPS. Some of my buddies love it, but you can do anything in GURPS. Like, you can have a... Like, say, your orc fighter or whatever. Like, he can he can be facing off against a, a modern-age gunslinger or something or a guy with a machine gun or something. I don't know how all that works. Though, yeah. Because I've never played it. But yeah, it does combine a little bit of everything. Like space Age. Modern. You get a Wolverine versus Jonah Hex. But I Hicks. do have, like, I do have the uh, D20 uh, modern. Like, it's it's D&D 3.5 and then you, 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 but you just modernize it. It's modern day Dungeons and Dragons. And I've got the futuristic book, too. So... I mean, we, we've, but I like our little group now. We're having fun, man. I hope you guys are having fun. As well, a I'm DM, it's hard to judge sure. sometimes. Yo, yeah, I'm having fun. I wouldn't lie to you. Well, I mean, I probably you know? would, but not big time. Well, I feel like if y'all wasn't having fun, you'd just kind of quit showing up. You know, <laughs> either that or you'd just kind of make excuses. Fall just, asleep. You're not just going to hang out. Well, we do have people who fall asleep here at games, but I don't think that's because of the game. I think it's because people never sleep. Dude, I get over to your house, and, like, me and you have one thing in common. We like it cold. Yeah. And you've got that AC running 24-7, your window oh, yeah. unit. And even we in the right, window. Even we in the sit winter, right in front of that window unit, and yeah. I get over there, and I get nice and cold. And we usually have food. We, we always eat, have food. Like, all we day, eat, too. and the air conditioner's blowing on me, and I'm like, oh, man. Well, see, I don't get to do that because I'm up and down and talking the whole time. So, yeah. 
when it, I, I get it when I'm like if I'm uh, not as a player if you I'm can not have on your character like yeah that is one thing that we've always tried to do though I always try to keep every character involved in some way to where you want to listen to everybody else's well that part was another thing about that big battle that was you did you handled really well as you kept it going I tried it. I tried to like, get it going. Right, you did fast. this. All right. Yeah, yeah. You you were the you moved it along. You were I like, tried to. You did this. Are you doing? Is that all you're doing? Okay. Now what are you doing? And then you just kept it going, like not lightning round, but not. Like, yeah, because I still want to explain it been, what everybody's been doing. In that situation with that much going on, that could have drawn out over like three seconds. Oh yeah, that definitely. Could have been way too much. And uh, and it wouldn't have been as fun. But I still wanted to get into the whole. I still I, I wanted to do a big battle. And it's hard. Everybody who plays D&D, uh, DMs especially, you know that the big battles are tough. If you've got, like, an army versus an army, that's tough. And this wasn't quite that extreme. There was quite a few, you know, yeah, quite a few a things on both sides of that, that, you know. Well, you almost have to kind of come up with your own rules, but you also still want to try to... You don't just want to shoot through it. Like, what are you going to do? What are you doing next? You still want to set the scene. You know, you still want people to picture what's going on in the battle. You know, it's like, well, here's the way I look at it. Like, okay, we've got a hexagon mat, a piece of glass, some miniatures, and some dice on the table. Well, that's not what you want people to see, you know, in their head. You want them to see What's happening? this hexagon map is the, is the center of a city, you know. These dice, these red dice that I had threw out there to... to you know, instead of miniatures, I had dice out there to throw out demons. Well, I want you to picture demons, not red dice. Right, you know, exactly. it's not. It's 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 not a video game. You know, I don't want you thinking, okay, this is how it goes. I want it's what I call sandbox, and I try to make my game sandbox too, if that makes sense. You know the difference. You know what I mean? Like it's a video game yeah. term. You know, there's uh, what do they call it? Roller coaster, where you stay on track. You know? Yeah. Like you can't de deviate from the track. There's that type of video game, and then there's what they're called sandbox, where you can go anywhere and do anything and explore. Well, I try to make my my I try to make my D and D campaigns more sandbox. Like I want you to be able to go do what you want to. I don't want to have to lead you to get to where we need to go. I would rather you say, like, man, I'm. I've always said, like, okay, if we're in a city, if we're role playing and we're in a city. And like you're just in a, say you're in a weaponsmith, and you're talking to the weaponsmith about buying a weapon. Well, if you're enjoying that part of the game, like you're, if you're describing what you want, you know, and you're talking, like if we're role playing back and forth, you know, and I'm I'm playing the uh, the weaponsmith, you know, and you come in, and we're role playing back and forth, and everybody's enjoying being in town, you know, like. I don't want to rush that. You know, I'm not going to say, okay, well, y'all are done in town. Let's get out of here. You know, I don't want to rush that. But on the opposite side of that, if you go into a town and you just like, well, okay, we're hanging out at the bar again. Here we are at the bar again. Well, I need to go and buy this and I need to go buy that. And like, if it's just, if it seems like y'all are if too much downtime, I want to try to get you out of there. Like, yeah. you know, I want to do the opposite. You know, I was like, okay, they're not enjoying the town right now. Let me get them out in the woods. Something crazy happens. Yeah, you know, let them fight. Like, I want you to, I, I like for my campaigns to be, I don't want them to be all fights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, I mean, then there's no reason to even roleplay. You got to do, do some roleplay. I mean. Yeah, you got to figure some shit out. Yeah, I mean, if, if, 
you got to make some decisions. And you like, I mean, live, we could just take the miniatures the, and do the fights the, all the time. The, the consequences of those decisions or the the gratification that you made the right decision, you know? Yeah. You got to have choices put in front of you. If you're playing it like a video, like if the dice and the miniatures, that's the video game side of it. That's yeah. what your video game is right there. You know, the other side is trying to get to that point to where that fight is or whatever. And I do like to have a fight, at least, if, if not every session, at least every other session. Oh, yeah. Like, but I, try I like to, to have the role plays. I, I try to sh shoot for at least one encounter per session, even if it's a small one. Yeah, yeah. And so, and I have noticed, like I said, it, I, I, I'm going back to critical role here, but that's what they do. They, they play, like, their campaigns are usually four hours long, or they're, you know, each night's usually four hours long. And I've noticed they'll do about half of the campaign will be them role playing they put the in whole town. thing on YouTube the whole four hours yeah edit. yeah no it's a whole thing but they keep it moving yeah. I mean there's there's no downtime they uh but anyway they they spend like say out of four hours they'll spend either the first half of it role playing and getting to an encounter or the first half may be the encounter and then the second half may be them role playing but I've noticed they kind of split it usually Usually the encounters take about half of whatever their time is, you know, yeah. three hours or four hours or whatever. Usually the encounters take about half of that amount of time. And that's kind of where, that's kind of where we're at, I guess. We're, we're pretty close to that. Like the first week we didn't have an encounter because... We had to get together. Everybody was getting together. And that's, that session zero, is, I'm going to call that one a session zero because that's basically what it was. Yeah. I didn't want to just... Well, I wanted everybody to have their background. I didn't want everybody to just say, okay, we, well, y'all all know each other. I didn't want the whole, well, you all just, you all just randomly wake up somewhere. Like, all, I hate those, go you know, or just random. And I don't mind you meeting in the bar, but you need to have a purpose for meeting in the bar, you know. It's not just sitting around like, oh, well, there's another adventurer. Let me go talk to him and add him to my party. For, for no, no reason. reason. <laughs> you know, I try to make it as realistic because... That's another thing, too. Even though it's fantasy, you want your players to think in reality. You always want... They call it theater of the mind. You know, that's that's your role-playing. It's like... Like, I will say this. Like, I was talking about that Game of Thrones. Like, that storyteller... When we played that Game of Thrones campaign, that storyteller was so vivid. Like, he could put you in the mind frame. Like, you could see where you were at and what you were doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could picture, like I knew exactly what my character looked like and everybody else around me. And that's why I tell y'all just about once a week, I'll say, well, explain what your character looks like. It's to refresh everybody what your character looks like because I want them to be able to picture your character because we don't have any artists in the group. If we had artists, I'd have them draw out pictures. Yeah. You know, but we don't I'm have any artists definitely in the not group. an artist. If you told and me to I'm draw my I mean, it would character, like it'd be a stick figure. Like, oh, you're a stick man. <laughs> like we would all be stick man, you know, but... And no, I'm not either. And I, I try. If we have any listeners out there that uh, want to volunteer to draw our characters, we'll be happy to describe Definitely. Them for you. We will send you details on everybody's character. And with that, we're past the hour mark. Why don't we uh, take another quick break and then come back and bring this thing home? We There's can still do a that. couple more things I wanted to bring up. Yeah, I noticed you had a couple as, things typed down. As there. we uh, wrap up, but uh, yeah, let's take a quick break. I'm sure you need a smoke by now. I need uh, a refresh dude, on my drink. And, I need something to drink, too. Uh, I need to turn that fan on for a minute because my back sweat is kind of hot. It's kicking in. 
on this. So uh, now that we've complained to y'all for the last two minutes, we're gonna do all <laughs> our all the stuff so we can come back all refreshed and not complaining. Right on. <laughs> During our first break, we were eating, eating supper, and we were watching SmackDown. And you know, I gotta, I gotta admit, I was talking shit about Raw, but SmackDown seems to be okay. I, I, I said that same thing a while ago too. Like I, I've enjoyed. You know what? To, you know what it is. A lot of it to is. Raw, SmackDown is a whole lot better right now because Raw is three hours. It's too yeah. much. SmackDown's Especially more condensed. Right now with nobody being there. It's more boiled down and less filler. They don't have to do these matches like, hey, we got another hour to fill. What should we do? You well, know? it's like it's like uh, Raw's running on the C team, too. You know, like the people that's it seems out like there. SmackDown's that not. And SmackDown doesn't seem to be. Like tonight, it was Daniel Bryan. You know, he's one of your main eventers. It was uh, Braun Strowman, your world champion, was actually there. Yep. You know, uh, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. He's got a huge pro uh, thing going on now. New Day, you know, that's your other, that you know, what's his name? Miz, just Morrison, Miz there. and Morrison were there. You know, yeah. It's like, it's not uh, Sheamus, you know, since he's got his big return going. Like, you're not working on your C team. You're working with your A-listers on SmackDown. The world I know why that is, because it it's the like, same facility, right? I don't know. Yeah. It's the performance center that they're at. Like, right now, I don't see where it would hurt to bring them together. You know, like, right now, if you're going to bring anybody in from one to the other, that now would probably be the time. That's true. Because, I mean, and there's you know, some people that just can't make it there. Yeah, and if you've got your A-listers all on SmackDown, then swap over. But I also heard that Fox really doesn't want a whole lot yeah, of the they want it com- combination. They want to make sure that SmackDown's its own product and Raw is its own product. So that's, I mean, I've heard that, that Fox Sports doesn't But yeah, doesn't I think I've, I've never been a fan so. of the three-hour Raw. Me either. Too ever. much of anything is too much. No, I've always said, like, you know, they, they do NXT on Wednesdays. Like, yeah, because they call it the Wednesday Night Wars. Cause if you're going to do three hours, do your do your Wednesday night or do your yeah put your nxt on for an hour or something like that but then they were saying well we can't get the sponsorship from nxt that we then we would raw you know and i get that too i guess but well, you keep watering raw down like you have been and this value is not going to be worth exactly much. it's three hours is just way too long yeah i don't I mean, want to watch anything for three hours no i mean like even me i was a huge wrestling fan still am some but i was a huge wrestling fan and even when I was a huge wrestling fan, like I didn't want to watch three hours of it, <laughs> yeah. you know, because like you said, it's gonna get so watered down. You know, you're just when one you thing see that ties into three people ties yeah. into wrestling and you know the nerd culture stuff. Uh, and I got this, oh, yeah, I got this up? from ComicBook.com. Uh, there was a rumor going around that Becky Lynch is in talks to play a Marvel character. And they did, did it a, say who? I didn't see the... the well, no, it, it didn't say. It's just a rumor. Okay. It's not confirmed. But since there was a rumor, they did this article speculating on what characters she could play. And I'm not going to name them all off because I, I've never even heard of any of them. Tarantula? They, I have. Because they're all Marvel. Even I'm a Marvel person, and I don't even know who Tarantula is. Uh, not sure who Paladin is. Paladin, uh, Elsa, Elsa Bloodstone. That does look probably, like her, though. Like I, I didn't recognize any blackjack. I don't. I don't know. Um, Bridget Malone. 
I'm not real sure who that is. Basically, it was just like it was an article speculating that you know what who she could play, like what role would fit but her. But they're good. minor roles, so you know, like that. That's, that's well, she's been in three or four movies now. She could. I don't know. She didn't wouldn't have to necessarily take a minor role, dude. It's 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 Marvel. They're gonna make sure that if she does something, she she's gonna get the acting. They're gonna get the good scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it takes them. A well, Marvel shots, is notorious to take scene. a C and D list character and make them a star. Oh yeah. Like Ant Man was not that big of a deal. Ant Man, no, but. The biggest one was uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Marvel fan, and I barely even heard of him. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know Dude, him by name. Dude, even the, their flagship guy is Iron Man, and he's a household name now. But I could have told you much about Iron Man before the Robert well, Downey Jr. Well, I don't know. Now, I was a big Iron Man fan, though, growing up. So I guess, I guess I'm, I'm looking through the lens of a DC guy. Well, But no, I just didn't see Iron Man up there like, think of, but, in the same if, uh, conversation as like Spider-Man and but growing the Incredible up, Hulk and But growing Wolverine. up, we had... It, it, you think about growing up, you think about cartoons. Like, Iron Man wasn't a prominent character in the cartoons. Neither was like Captain America or any of them, or even Thor. It was Hulk, Superman, I mean Hulk, uh, Spider-Man, and the X-Men. That was your cartoons when we were growing yeah, up. Yeah, that's what you I, know? yeah. And they had appearances, you know, Captain America had appearances in On your, If you made a, Man, if you even crossed DC and Marvel together and made a Mount Rushmore of superheroes from back in the day, I don't feel like Iron Man would be on it, but it either. is, he would be either. now. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean, yeah Because they made Iron Man, they're, oh, definitely. they're, like, he's Marvel's Batman now. Yeah, exactly. Now, he's their guy. Well, of course, you'd have Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. That would be your top three. And then now, like you said, it would be Iron Man. Back then, it would have probably been Wolverine. Yeah, I guess. Or X-Men or were like huge you said, the Hulk, maybe. back in the day. Like when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Man, X-Men were big. X-Men still X-Men still got a long way to go, man. They're gonna be huge again. I feel like the X-Men when they start that with X-Men with the uh, Marvels, uh, with the cinematic universe. I feel like when they start their version of X-Men, it's going to be as big as the Avengers, I believe. Well, it's weird to say now, but Deadpool was a C-list character kind of, when he yeah, came out. That's true, yeah. I mean, he was a rip-off. Deadpool was a rip-off of uh, Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Yeah. I mean, that's all he was. It was Wade, Moore, Wade uh, Wilson and Slade Wilson. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, just a, supposed but to be a But the longer those two characters existed in their own universes, the more different they became. Now they're nothing alike at well, all. Well, it was supposed to be a comedy parody. Yeah, and now they're, like you said, they're nothing alike. Deathstroke was never comedic. I've got his first appearance. No. He was an, an assassin, but well, De- Deadpool wasn't funny at first. That no, came later. that came later. So yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And then they, they, they actually... But yeah, Marvel's good at taking, uh, uh, you know... Creating a not creating a character but taking a character like okay, and I've used this analogy before. Go back to Ant Man. The the answer Ant Man's the answer to um, Adam, yeah, in DC, yeah, they're the, like the same guy basically. Yeah. He's got a I mean, there's all just about everybody has a twin, but Adam is more like Ant Man meets Iron Man because his suit does more shit than makes him big or small, yeah. Um, but they're like the same thing. If you'd have made it, I mean, I like Adam. I, I like that character on Legends of Tomorrow a lot, played by Brandon Routh. Um, but if you'd have made it, uh, if DC had it came out in the midst of all this, 
with an, an Adam movie. Yeah. How There's big no way it would have. Yeah. I just don't see how it could have gone well, over like, like Ant-Man, dude. Lobo is the is the version of well, I, that's that's probably too big. Lobo's the comic version of uh, Wolverine. You know, and I don't see a Lobo movie unless it's done just perfect. You know what I did mean? Did you see Lobo right in Krypton? It was great. It was. That like, guy that's did the only reason I watched job. season yeah, two of Krypton. That's me, yeah. But uh, and then they canceled the shit. Lobo versus. Like, as soon as Wolverine. I got interested in it, they canceled it. But you're right. I mean, even like we we don't like I don't give it, I don't give some of the DC movies as much of a hard time as some people do, but. Like to me, Suicide Squad was your DC version of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, yeah. They took a bunch of nobodies and turned them into somebody. I mean, I get that, but to me, the Avengers movie is not even up there with the. I mean, not the Avengers. The Justice League movie is not even up there with the X Men, especially the Avengers. It's nowhere near the Avengers. Well, there's, there's. But a, I don't think a it's lot up of there. reasons that. With the X Men, the Avengers are bigger cinematically than the Justice League, and the the many many factors. But the main simple factor is they took the time to build it. Yep, they made you fall in love with each character individually. Before. With mo- like some of them had sequels, of yeah. individual yeah. movie sequels before they ever brought them together. I mean, and they would kind of tease it, but with with DC, yeah, you knew it was going to happen. With DC, still. they had one movie to prepare you for Justice League. That's it. And it even said Dawn of Justice in the title. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And they, they yeah, and they didn't even focus a lot on in that one movie to get you prepared. Every they didn't character even focus should have that had much. at least one, which Superman did. He had one standalone Aquaman movie. would have been better if it would have came out. Aquaman have, was a good movie. I love Aquaman, but he that should have came out before, before Justice League. Yeah. Wonder Woman's movie. They shouldn't uh, even have a Justice League did movie. Did Wonder Woman now. come out before Justice League? No. I didn't think so. No. Introduced her. And, of course, there still hasn't been a Flash standalone. No. Which, the Flash is a very underrated character. Like, like right now, the Justice League movie still should have not come out yet. No, they should like, still be spitting out yeah, I mean, individual movies. And now, the thing was, is they didn't hire own people. Like, Marvel thought way ahead of time and signed people on for a multiple amount of movies. DC didn't do that because they didn't have faith in their own product. So now... They're having to take and go back and replace everybody. They don't have a Superman. They don't have a Batman. You know, they're having well, they to. Re- do now, they're already I, having to I replace everybody. Heard today they're everybody. pushing back production on the Batman. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know they've got them now, but like that's what I'm saying. So yeah, now well, we've got to get to used to a even. whole new person playing. The only one I remember from the Marvel movies that swapped over was uh, War Machine. From yeah. one movie to the next. And that was from the first but Marvel movie. They just recasted him. Yeah. Which what, is what they're going to have to do with Batman and Superman. With, with But... Well, no, they're doing a different I mean, take that's your main together. two guys. They I mean, could have recasted that Batman, though. Oh, yeah. Especially if they I think went... So. They were They were talking about... They were. It was rumored they were looking at John Hamm. John Hamm could have just been Ben Affleck's Batman. Exactly. I said that same thing, man. Like, that wouldn't have hurt It doesn't have anything. to be a whole new thing it's just a whole it's just well, a different like guy the playing Batman. the role i mean what from way back in the day i mean you had what three three different ones you know play batman because uh michael keaton or yeah he played uh the first two the he first batman two and batman returns 
And then you had Val Kilmer, and then you had yeah. George Clooney. But it was the same bat, like Batman. But it was still the same Batman, yeah. Just different for all actors three playing that yeah. Batman, that version of Batman. And it's not good to change casting. It works But sometimes. if you've got to do it, you've got to do it. Yeah. I mean, I would rather you do that than have us go, oh, well, none of this counts. We're going to start right here again, 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 and again, and again. Well, you know, right now we don't have a Wolverine, but, like... Right now is a good time for them to change over. You don't bring back the same Wolverine. You have a whole different universe to pick from. Well, especially after Doesn't Logan. Have to be I mean, that, that was a Wolverine. The, the movie Logan was such a perfect send off. Yeah, that's for the, that. You don't bring that Wolverine. guy. You don't bring him back. You you can't give somebody that perfect of a send off and then bring him back. Yeah, exactly. Not nothing. I mean, all respect to Hugh Jackman. I mean, he did the best Wolverine, but his arc is over. Yeah, exactly. He had a good beginning, yeah. middle, and end. If you that bring story it back now, told. you're like, it's like you lose that face value. Yeah. It's I like think when the a, only way you might It's like when a wrestler retires off, and then does 20 more matches afterwards. If you, if you, it's like, why'd you retire? The only if way you, you could pull it off, maybe, is if you did something funny with him and Deadpool. Because that's already been kind of set up. Yeah, too. I mean, that's fine, too. That's Because that's Deadpool. It doesn't even have to be in continuity. Yeah, and it can be a small thing, too. You yeah. know, another small thing. And it's just like that with Iron Man. Like, okay, don't bring Iron Man back. I don't want Iron Man back. He's gone. Like, leave me faith in that when the comic book character dies, he dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, leave Iron Man gone. He's gone in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But if you have a cameo, a flashback, something like that, I'm all cool with that. But do not bring that Iron Man, that version of Iron Man back. You can bring in a new Iron Man. And if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. You know, everybody's going to argue over that. Well, nobody can play Iron Man. Well, nobody should play Iron Man. Nobody should play Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man. Hey, I just got the low disc space warning. That means we We, need to wrap this up before we we lose this whole podcast. Because I only saved the first part. And if this hard drive crashes. Well, we had, I thought we had a pretty decent little episode here, man. Oh, yeah. Like, for us to not have a whole lot of plans when we came out. No, I've just been saying that we need to do a podcast, and, and sometimes we're at our best when we don't have a, a just a, I don't know. A, and it a, is. A dossier. When is that the right word? Like a, a line for line, like notes. and. Oh, and we do have to. Oh, okay. It's back. And then we do have to do, uh, Sean sent a Sean's thing. got a great idea for a podcast. Yeah. We get and back I, I want to tease it. Can we tease it? Sure, just do it quick. Sean wants us to do a WrestleMania of all time. Just pick whoever we want of any time, living, dead, whatever. He wants us to do a WrestleMania. And I just think that's to build the perfect. And everybody, I said eight matches. Just eight good matches, you know. And here's your perfect WrestleMania. So we definitely got to get that going. I I definitely want to do that for one of our future episodes. And I want the the listeners to get involved in that. Uh, Our number is 662-305-9783. I'm pretty sure call it's a voicemail line nobody's going to answer it it's just for voicemails and uh leave us a or email us pop culture the number four real at gmail.com well, we'll just start we need to part, start putting a phone number when we tag people and post yeah. the episodes we'll start putting the phone number in there it's it's on so our people can do page, that under our yeah. like info or whatever but we'll start putting it in every every one of our posts too we'll do that well thank you so much for listening to episode 137 137. Of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting live from high top the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. 
Love you, bye. See Chris out.